Last Saturday in Logan, Big Brother reminded Little Brother how the rivalry is supposed to go. Under center, wide receiver, bubble screen inside for a touchdown! It's the Brother Act! Baylor to Gunner for the score! Now that the old wagon wheel is back in Provo, the Cougars can move on to today's matchup against the high-octane offense of the Liberty Flames. They definitely have ability to put up points and everything. I think it's a great challenge for us being back at home, especially coming off these two wins, being able to ride the wave off of Boise State and Utah State. Just because Liberty is fairly new to the FBS, BYU knows it has to be ready for its fellow independent. I know that coaching staff, and you marry that with the players that they have and the talent that they have and the confidence that they have, I think that we're going to have to be ready for this. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Flames on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by Deseret First Credit Union. You know why? We show you how. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Now to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars and Flames here in Provo. Thanks for joining us. Kickoff's moments away. BYU in the home blue jerseys, white pants, white helmet, traditional home outfits, and Liberty in the road white jerseys with red pants and white helmets. Today's referee is Charles Lamartina, and he'll have the captains here at midfield for the coin toss in just a few seconds. First up, we'll tell you who brought out the flags today for BYU. Today's flag bearers bringing out the U.S. flag to Vita Ika, BYU wide receiver. The state of Utah flag was borne by Drew Jensen. The alumni flag bearers were Kyle Morrell, Jim Herman, Glenn Kozlowski, Jay McDonald and Robbie Bosco, all members of BYU's 1984 National Championship team. And also bringing out flags were Kyle Morrell's kids. As Kyle deals with some health challenges right now, all kinds of support for Kyle today. Tonight's BYU game captains are Micah Simon, Matt Bushman, Diane Gomoliku, and Kyrus Tonga. And the captains are shaking hands at midfield. Let's head it down to Charles Lamartina on Mitchell Jurgens' field level mic for today's coin toss. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate that. Appreciate that a lot. Gentlemen, the NCAA is celebrating 150 years of college football this year. As such, we have this commemorative coin to celebrate that. That A stands for the ACC and the American Conference. That is heads. 150 is the tails. The tails and the heads, sir. Your call. He calls tails. It's heads. You've won the time. Defer. Defer your option. You're going to take the ball. The goal you'd like to defend. Put your backs to that goal. Put your backs to that goal. So BYU wins the coin toss, elects to defer. Liberty will take the ball and defend the goal to our left, the north end zone here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. All right, time now for tonight's Ken Garf Keys to the Game, brought to you by Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen. Proud supporters of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. We hear Riley Nelson with tonight's three keys. Two defensive keys and an offensive key. First key for the defense is to make sure that everything that glitters is not golden. That is Gandy Golden. He is by far their best offensive player. Limit him and force their quarterback, Buckshot Calvert, who is a good player in his own right, just not quite as good, to really distribute the ball and make someone else hurt you. Key number two is to keep the turnover train going. Those... Those turnovers, especially the turnovers in the first half, really deflated that Utah State offense last week. They had a big impact in the game against Boise. Even going back to USC, they were
they were key to victory there. It's going to be a key here tonight where Liberty relies on getting the ball through the air. We'll see if that linebacking core can continue their unprecedented streak, adding to their total of 10 interceptions on the year. And then the last key offensively is to let the big dogs eat. I see as I've watched some film and you look at the matchups here, the BYU offensive line should have a significant size, skill, and athleticism advantage. We all know the first rule of football is that you got to win the battle of the trenches. BYU set up nicely to do that. Now, being set up and executing on that are two different things. If they come out and execute on that key, the BYU offense will be set up nicely. All right, time for the Cougars to kick this one off. Riley, great work. Those are the keys to the game. Let's see who the uh, Flames set back on kickoff return. And it's been kind of a revolving cast of characters that way for Liberty this year. But they may be going back to uh, at least uh, half of their traditional tandem. We'll see Frankie Hickson and Shedro Lewis back to return. Shedro averaging 27.5 yards per kickoff return. They try to funnel things to him when he's out there. Skylar Southam will kick it off for BYU from right to left. South to north. Foot to ball, and we are underway. It'll go five yards deep, and Shedro will take a knee, and BYU's defense will take the field to begin this game. Let's give you now the America First starting lineups, courtesy of America First, Utah's top credit union. BYU on the front. Kairos Tonga. Bracken El Bakri. Right now it's the two down. Who will be the third? J.J. Nwigwe will be the third to join him. Shimon Willis gets a start at corner, along with Isaiah Heron. Linebackers Wilgar, Fonua, and Isaiah Kofusi. Austin Lee and Diane Gawoliku, along with Austin Kofensis, complete a 3-3-5, if you will. Depending on if you view Austin as a linebacker or a DB, either way, it'll be either a 3-4 or a 3-3-5 here, depending on where Kofensis lines up. On first down and 10, the handoff is to Frankie Hickson from quarterback Buckshot Calvert. And out from the 25 to the 28-yard line. Gain of three. Kyrus Tonga, the tackle for BYU. We're just underway. Liberty's first possession of this game. Opening up on the Flames' 25-yard line. Going left to right as we see it. And you hear it here in quarter number one. Into the gun for Buckshot. Steven Buckshot Calvert. Takes the snap at his waist. Hands off to Hickson running right. And on second down and seven... It's a game of about four. Isaiah Kofusi, the tackle. Buckshot is his given middle name. It's a legal middle name, not a nickname. Stephen Buckshot Calvert, 6'2", 180. The senior making tonight his 40th consecutive start at quarterback with the Liberty Flames out of Lynchburg, Virginia. All right, third down and four for Liberty. Ball on the near hash. The Flames right hash as they look downfield. From the 31 and a half. Buckshot in the gun. Hickson to his right hip. Pulls it away from Hickson. Throws far side. Complete to Shedro Lewis. Make it, make your pardon, Damian King, number seven. Not one on the far side. It'll be a gain of seven on third down and four. The Flames move the chains, and both BYU and Liberty struggle on third down defense. You could see Calvert's uh, experience coming through there as he knew right where he wanted to go with the ball, delivered it on time and accurately to confer on the third down. BYU 99th and third down conversion defense. The Flames 97th. Buckshot fakes to his right. Now does fire to his right. Complete for the first time to Antonio Gandy-Golden. And Gandy-Golden sprints down the near sideline. Where will they mark him out? Is it beyond the line to gain? It is. First down again for Liberty. Into BYU territory on the Flames' first drive of the game. 47-yard line of BYU. You mentioned at the outset the 3-3-5, and I would say it's a 3-3-5. Kofensis got to put on a few more pounds if he's (laughs) going to be considered a linebacker. Uh, But 
Liberty has come out, run the ball, and then two sideways passes as BYU's taken away his first and second options. We'll see if that patience can continue. Buckshot, it's shotgun. Takes a thigh-high snap. Settles in a clean pocket. Wings it to the near side and just airmails it for Damian King. Incomplete on first and ten. Second and ten from the BYU 47-yard line. BYU football. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network is brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 25 years. BYU's second-to-last home game of this season. Idaho State out of the FCS coming in next Saturday. And then on the road for games at UMass and San Diego State to end the regular season. Wingback lining up to the right. Twins left and a single wide right. Snap to Buckshot. Buckshot on a quick sitter. It's complete to King. To the 40 of BYU. Gain of 7 on 2nd and 10. Setting up 3rd down and 3 for the Flames. Long 2, almost 3. Diane Gawoliku, the tackle for the Cougs. BYU brought some pressure on that play, and Calvert did a good job getting the ball out of his hand. Ball was a little bit off target. Keep that in mind. That You know, the opportunities. He was able to corral it there. Tip picks and some other opportunities for BYU defense to create some havoc. Hickson loaned back to the left tip of Buckshot. Looks back to his bench. Takes the shotgun snap. Hands off Hickson. And Hickson runs middle on third down and three. And for a first down and then some. Hickson with a strong run. And suddenly the Flames are in scoring territory on possession number one. 31-yard line of BYU. First down and ten for the visitors. And their second full season is all of full postseason eligibility. And they're two wins away from being eligible. They're already at six, but two are against FCS opponents. You can only count one. Well, they actually need one more win. From six to seven would get them there. BYU needs two. Liberty needs one. Pistol with Hickson trailing Buckshot. Calvert. Hit as he throws to the right side. Antonio Gandy-Golden makes the catch at the sideline and has another first down. On first and 10, gain of 12, almost 13 for the Flames. So big chunks of yards, and Liberty now should expect points to open the game. You mentioned the chunks of yards, Greg. The ball has not traveled very far down the field. Calvert is doing a good job taking what the BYU defense is giving and finding open guys underneath, but also giving them the opportunity to catch the ball in space and gain some yards after the catch. First and 10 at the 19. It's a sprint right. It's a throw low and incomplete. So Calvert now goes to four for six. The incompletion to the tight end, Zach Fouts. And it'll be second down and 10 from the BYU 19-yard line. Clock is rolling. This is almost a four-minute drive to open the game for the Flames. 11.09 to go in the opening quarter. That incompletion stopped the clock. Backs are switched, and so they'll have a, uh, a split backfield for the first time. As Mack and Henderson are alongside Buckshot Calvert. So shotgun split backs. Wide receiver and wing to the right. Wide left, throw middle on the seam. Caught for a touchdown. Liberty opens on top. It is 6-0 Flames. Tight end Zach Fouts on the score. Wow, Greg, I trailed so that on the play-action fake, I saw Fouts because he went up like he was going to block a linebacker. He is not a fast, nor is he very big. At He's listed at 6'3". I'd be surprised if he were much more than 6'1", but he was uh, 
Calvert did a great job of throwing him open on that play because as he went to fake block and then leaked down the field, there wasn't much space, but he was able to thread the needle for the touchdown. Backup quarterback Landon Brown holds for Austin Mock, and the place kicker Alex Probert sends it through. That was easy. Liberty 7, BYU nothing. Timeout on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to LaVelle Edwards Stadium, BYU football. The Liberty Flames going up on top 7-0. BYU football brought to you in part by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Opponents have scored on opening drives. In six of nine games this year, five of them are touchdown scoring drives. That was just a 75-yard, 10-play, 3-minute, 56-second drive, ending in a 19-yard touchdown pass. Buckshot Calvert to tight end Zach Fouts for Fouts, touchdown number two on the year. And for Buckshot, career touchdown pass number 86. Flames will kick off left to right, north to south. Alex Probert to boot away. Katoa and Algier waiting at the goal line and the five-yard line, respectively. Far hash, left hash for Probert. Approaches and boots away. And likes the altitude. Well through the end zone. BYU's offense out onto the field for the first time tonight. Time for the America First Credit Union offensive starting lineup. Brought to you again by America First, Utah's top credit union. Baylor Romney was the guy throughout the week as Zach Wilson not yet ready and Jaron Hall was put on the sideline at Utah State last week and not able to go either. Romney will start Lapini Katoa, the running back, Simon and Hifo, Shumway and Bushman receiving options. O-line, Christensen, Saleponga, MP, Herring and Freeland snap to Baylor. Baylor steps up, fires far side but too high and incomplete. He was wild for Shumway at the far sideline, second down and 10. You mentioned the fast start by Liberty on offense, Greg. It's important for BYU to answer here. It's a game where, for you know whatever reason, the stadium, there's maybe 40,000 here. As the listeners can hear, there's not much electricity in the stadium. Um, BYU's going to, the offense is going to have to bring their own tonight. Baylor gun, Katoa right hip. They motion Hefo. They give to Aleva on fly sweep. Turns the corner far side. Doesn't get to the line of the game, but got about 6 of 10. So third down and four coming up for the Cougs. First drive of the game for BYU. 10.50 in the clock rolling here in quarter number one. Liberty with a 7-0 lead. It is a third down and four. And third and four is the most problematic down this season for BYU between third and one and third and nine. This is the one. 27% on third down and four. Baylor. Steps up, takes off, and was close to getting it. Did he get there? Yes. He was brought down as he ran middle of the field, needed four and got five. So the scramble by Romney moves the sticks. BYU moves the chains on its first series of the game. Third and four conversion for the Cougs. Liberty dropped everyone out of the middle of the field, and as Baylor surveyed, he went to his first and his second read, saw green grass in front of him, went and took it to go move the sticks. And that's BYU's first rushing conversion on third down and four this season. They were 0 for 2 previously. Romney gun. Katoa left hip. Twins either way. Little play fake. Baylor pulls it down. 
Smoots to his right, intends for Bushman. A pass breakup on that pass between the hashes. Intended for Matt Bushman, broken up by Elijah Benton. The rover back for the Flames, knocks it down. Go to second and ten. We have 9.50 to go in the opening quarter. Liberty 7, BYU no score. Liberty brought a blitz on that play. Good job by Lopini Katoa to cross over uh, Baylor Romney's face to pick up the blitzing linebacker off the right edge. Give him some time. Couldn't connect on the pass, though. Romney gun, twins left and right. Toss right to Finau. And on second and ten, loss of one. Third down and 11 coming up. Jesse Lemonnier, the tackle for the Flames. So Liberty opens up on top 7-0. In the Kalani Shitake era, BYU has a losing record when the opponent scores first. 12-18 and 18 is BYU's mark when falling behind to start. Now, third down and 11. Gunnar Romney will set up in the left slot. Twins left and right again. Baylor Romney throws on the cross into Aleva Hifo. Makes the catch and yards after catch. Get the line to Gator. No, he's just short. Or did he get there? Official near side, I thought, had it. And will they wave it? They will. Wow. On third down and 11, that's all Aleva Hifo picking that up. Well done. As he came around the corner, he got some good blocks. By the way, that was a, a big key against Utah State was the blocking downfield by wide receivers, and it's proven to be key here earlier in this game. As Aleva turned the corner, I saw he had his eyes on that first down marker and was barely able to get the ball right at the sticks for the first down. As the Kooks did last week at Utah State, start, starting very crisply on third downs. And again, the Flames really struggled to stop third downs defensively. Fly sweep motion to Gunner. They don't go with that. Baylor goes deep. He's got Simon downfield. It is in the air. It is complete to Micah Simon with contact. The flag flew for P.I. And Micah hauled it in anyway at the seven-yard line. First and goal, Cougars. Micah tracked the ball, took a bump right before the ball got to him. The flag flies for P.I. No matter. Call it good. Pass interference. Defense, number 23. A penalty is declined. The result of the play, first down. That's a new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. Brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. And the Cougars, first and goal at the seven-yard line. I think from here I could see the drool coming out of Micah Simon's mouth because he beat Clark off the line and had five yards on him. So much so that when he slowed down a step or two as the ball was in the air, Clark collided with him, but he was so open. Good job by Baylor to identify and deliver the ball for the big game. Romney. Fades to the near side, looking for brother Gunner P.I. again. Romney to Romney, and Gunner's interfered with by the corner Jimmy Falks. And this should be first and goal from the two now. Pass interference, defense number eight. A foul occurred in the end zone by rule. The ball will be placed at the two-yard line. Automatic first down. And that follows a 47-yard completion to Simon. Now the P.I. And now first and goal from the two for BYU. Baylor Romney with Lopini Katoa in the backfield. He's got Shumway and Hefo to the left. Simon to the right with a Bushman tight end setup to the right as well. They motion Simon to trips left. Pistol now. Baylor Romney and Lopini Katoa under center. 
Again, the inside screen. Catch by Simon. Into the end zone. Touchdown! Very similar to the play last week at Utah State. Inside screen and wide receiver score. The Cougars make it 7-6 with a PAT pending. Last week to Gunner, this week to Micah, and rightfully so as Micah made the tremendous play to set up that scoring play for the Cougars. As you mentioned, motion across, then back on the short motion but behind his two wide receiver blockers, created a short lane for him to gain those two yards and walk into the end zone. PAT try now from Jake Oldroyd. Hayden Livingston will hold from Mitch Harris. Good placement. The swing of the leg and the split of the uprights. And 7-7 is our score with 7.56 to go in the opening quarter. So back and forth. Flames and Cougars here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 7-7 our score. Just under eight minutes to go in, open, in the opening quarter of play. Time now for our Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring summary. The Cougars go 75 yards in eight plays. 3.08 off the clock. The final play, a two-yard Baylor-Romney to Mike Simon touchdown pass after a 47-yard Romney to Simon completion earlier in the drive. That is our Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers providing safe and wholesome pork products to Utah families for over 25 years. Visit utahporkproducers.org. So after going two years without a score, Micah Simon scores in back-to-back weeks. And now BYU has scored touchdowns on its first possession of the game in three consecutive games for the first time in the Sitake era. Indeed, last week was the first time BYU had gone back-to-back games with opening drive touchdowns under Kalani. So the good times roll, and we're tied at seven. We'll see how BYU responds defensively after Liberty kind of chopped it up on drive one. They went 10 plays for a touchdown, over 75 yards. BYU answered with 8 plays in 75 yards. Kickoff, Southam, Hickson, and Shedro Lewis for the kickoff return. And Shedro comes outside the right side numbers, takes a knock that puts him off balance by Kofusi, and it'll be stopped dead at the 20 or 21. Where will they put it down? Looking for a spot, and I think they're deciding on 21-yard line of Liberty. So, flames out for the second time today. Buckshot Calvert went 5 for 7 for 61 and a score in possession number 1. Baylor Romney answering going 3 for 5 for 59 and a touchdown. Baylor's passer rating early, a robust 225.1. Buckshot in the shotgun with Joshua Mack to his left hip. He's got a wing back left, two wides left, and a single wide right short side. Shotgun snap on the clap to Buckshot. The handoff to Joshua Mack, feeling his way forward left, spun right, and stepped out of tackles for a gain of seven to the right side. 28-yard line, second down and three, Flames. Liberty's had some pretty good success in the run game. Their blocking is interesting. They're running what is an inside zone, but it's not a traditional where you're moving right or left. They're just Their O-line's kind of getting foot to foot and then just kind of road grading and really more than anything blocking the division of the BYU defenders, which allowing the running backs to pick the holes for four to six-yard gains. Second and three flames. Buck shot in the gun, Mack to his right hip. Double receiver stacked to the right, wing back and a single wide left. The handoff. And again, just uh, following blockers, puts his hand on the guy's backside, just moves him up. It's a gain of four on second down and three. That'll move the chains. First and ten, Liberty. Kairos Tonga, the individual tackle there. 
Well, one thing to note, Greg, as well, I'm, I'm standing here on the sideline and have a great, um, you know, I'm here close to Antonio Gandy-Golden. He's gotten a lot of hot hype before this game, but looking at him in person, I mean, this looks like Julio Jones in red and white. This guy is an NFL-type player. I've never seen a player that looks as big and strong as he does here today. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. Thank you, Mitch. He's A-G-G. Buckshot. Receiving the snap. Giving Mack. Mack starting middle. Shuffling to the left for a gain of two is all. Out to 33 and a half. Kavika Fonua tackles for BYU. 6.22 to go in the opening quarter of a 7-7 football game. Both teams scoring touchdowns on opening possessions. Liberty coming in 6-3. BYU 4-4. Four and four. And the Cougs looking for their first three-game win streak in three years. They won the last five games of 2016, the first game of 2017. And since then, nothing longer than a two-game run at any time. Buckshot, a pump fake, and a go on the in. The down and in, the slant to Noah Frith is complete for another first down. Second and eight, and gain of close to 15. We've seen exclusively three-man front from BYU here today. It's Liberty hustles to the next play. As they go Temple, Tempo and handoff Mack middle. And the pile pushes for a solid four on first down and ten. 5.30 in the clock rolling here in quarter number one. Liberty goes no huddle, but they don't always go fast. But by going no huddle, it allows you to pull the trigger. That was the first tempo play we've seen so far this game. Most of the other ones they're snapping was somewhere between 10 to 15 seconds on the clock, as it looks like they're going to do here. But by going no huddle, you can go as slow as you want, but you also get the opportunity to go as fast as you want, which you can't do if you huddle up in the backfield. Trips to the right. Single wide Gandy Golden left. Looking right and firing right is Calvert, and stretching out is the tight end who acted as a slot-wide receiver there, Johnny Huntley, for the reception. On second and eight, give him five on the diving catch. Third down and three, Liberty. Seen exclusively three-man fronts here. That means the linebackers have to be very quick to trigger to fill in the run game, and they have to be involved in pressuring Calvert if BYU's going to have success on this third down. Flames two for two on third downs. Third down and long two, almost three from the BYU 44-yard line. Audibling is Calvert. Backs up to shotgun position. Joshua back to his left. The handoff on third down and four. Or third down and long two, beg your pardon, almost three. And that may have gotten where he needed to go. Where the officials spotting it near side, that's first down. So on third down and long two, the run with Mack. And first down, Liberty. Liberty's already recorded eight first downs in this game to BYU's four on one drive for the Cougs. So three for three on third downs, eight first downs, 113 total offense yards with still 350 to go in the opening quarter. Liberty is cooking. Calvert in the gun. Trips left side. Single wide right. The back is Mack. No tight ends in the set. The hand clap from Calvert. Hand off to Mack. Mack is stopped after a gain of one running right to the 40-yard line. Second down, nine, Liberty. You know, being from Calgary, I always dreamt of calling play-by-play for a Flames game. <laughs> I guess it had to happen this way, but... Wrong sport. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, that's okay. 3-13, clock rolls. 7-7 game. 
Good job on that last play by Max Tooley, triggering on the run to limit the gain. He actually was had the underneath responsibility on AGG, was able to see the handoff and trigger for the short game. They vacate to empty, and the empty vacator, the back Mac, takes the pass right side, and Max Tooley stops him for a loss on the play. Second down and nine, that ball was thrown behind the line of scrimmage, loss of two. It'll go to third down and 11. Well played by Tooley. BYU has shown no safety help to the short side of the field and has gone there twice on first down with the run and on second down with the pass. And with no safety help, it's Max Tooley has come up big on both downs to make sure open field tackles to set them up in third and long. Peyton Pickett comes in on third down and 11 as the tail back to the left tip of Calvert. Calvert loads up, fires, complete for a first down to the 26-yard line. Damian King makes the catch on third down and 12. And that was open. All Calvert had to do was fire. Yeah, they ran a really good concept where it's called a switch release, where the wide receivers do an X right off the line of scrimmage, and it can confuse the secondary. And the Flames go tempo. Play fake, and on the slant in to AGG, or to Frith, beg your pardon, it's incomplete. It'll go second down and 10. Well, we talk a lot about AGG as, as the dominant force on the offense, but this supporting cast of receivers and tight ends, I mean, this is a good-knit group that can make plays at any time. And when you've got a quarterback like Buckshot Calvert who can get those guys the ball um, in space, I mean, this is a dangerous offense. 2.06 to go in the opening quarter. That's Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Pistol now. Mack behind Calvert. Claps the hands, pulls it away from Mack, surveys, fires far side. It is incomplete. Too wide for Antonio Gandy-Golden. It'll go to third down and 10 from the BYU 26-yard line. Seven-man pro there by Liberty against a three-man defensive pass rush by BYU. You like your odds and coverage, even if you are giving Calvert all day. Um, with them keeping that many guys in the backfield to protect Calvert. All right, Liberty's not missed on a third down yet, including third and 12 a minute ago. This third down and 10 at the BYU 26. Calvert in the gun. Twins left and right. Flag flies near side. Plays blown dead. Ball start. Offense, number 73. Five-yard penalty remains third down. Third down and 15 now for Liberty. Back at the 31. If they get nothing here, you're looking at a 48-yard field goal try. Alex Probert's long is 51. So he's good for it. Ball right hash. Attacking right hash. Near hash from our vantage point. With 2.02 to go in the opening quarter. 7-7. Cougars and Flames. Buckshot Calvert awaits in the gun. Joshua Mack switches from right to left hip. Two receiving options left and right. They motion to trips left. Looks that way. The screen to the receiver who motioned. Complete and upended as DJ Stubbs. Well short of the line to gain. On third down and 15, gain of about seven. So fourth and eight, and the field goal unit trots on for Coach Hugh Freeze and the Liberty Flames. After sitting back in drop eight, drop eight, drop eight, both on the third and ten, and they showed blitz, which actually caused the false start by Liberty, and then they brought the blitz again. Austin Lee came up and made the sure open field one-on-one tackle to set up the field to set up the field goal attempt. It'll be a 42-yard try from the left rail. Brown will hold for Probert. Good snap. Kick approaches the uprights and sails wide of them. No good. 
The Cougars hold to 7-7 with timeout on the field. 1-17 to go in the opening quarter. Liberty 7, BYU 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Located on University Parkway in Orem, Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience. So come visit our store today. 117 to play. Quarter number one, BYU 7, Liberty 7. The Flames nearly doubling up the Cougars in yardage. Of course, Liberty's at two drives, BYU 1, 135 to 70 in total yardage right now. Buckshot Calvert, 10 of 14 for a buck 01. He has a touchdown pass. Baylor Romney, 3 of 5, 59 yards and a touchdown pass. Romney starting in place of Jaron Hall, who's been starting in place of Zach Wilson, and we'll see where both those guys end up, meaning Wilson and Hall here in coming weeks. But Zach is getting real close. Baylor Romney setting up in gun on first down and 10 from the BYU 24-yard line. He's got Katoa to his left. Motion. Simon takes the end around. Gets himself about four or five yards running from right to left. So Simon on the rush. Will be second down. Give him five. Second down and five for BYU. Clock rolling to a minute to play here in the opening quarter. The listeners maybe heard a little bit of an O out of the crowd. That was Lopini Katoa who led the way on that end around for Micah Simon. Absolutely went nose-to-nose with the defender and drove him back about four yards. Great block and contact by Lopini. Katoa left hip of Romney. Claps the hands. Liberty blitzes. Lopini picks it up. Baylor fires the other way. And making the catch while falling to the ground with the ball is Micah Simon at the 39-yard line. A little off balance. Had to track it to his body. So a stumble backward as he hauls it in and moves the sticks for BYU to the 39. First and 10 Cougs. Good pass protection by the BYU offensive line. And again, Lopini Gateau with another good block, this time in pass protection. Liberty brought the blitz. Baylor stayed poised, found Simon on the edge for the completion. BYU on the far rail going right to left here in the opening quarter. 20 seconds to go in the first period. Romney settling in a pocket. It's clean. Now he moves out to his right, decides to take off and run, and steps toward the sideline and is forced out after a modest gain of a couple, maybe three. Clock will stop at 13 seconds here in the opening quarter. Now it starts to roll again, and that may have been the final play of quarter number one. Yep, they won't snap it again. After one quarter of play, BYU 7, Liberty 7, taking our end of quarter break here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 